Good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm Eleanor Crespo. I'm the co-founder of Pigment. Uh, we are a company that is actually here to replace Excel, uh, headquartered in Paris. Uh, we have post-series B, and I'm actually here to tell you about your very first hires. I used to be an investor working for Index Ventures, which is one of the largest funds uh, in Europe and in the US. And uh, I can tell you that talent is your secret sauce. And it's really, really important to do it right from the get-go. So first of all, I will explain why the topic is so important. Uh, the first thing you need to know is that every single person that you will hire can either make or break your team. And when it breaks your team, it can be very harmful because it takes about six to nine months to actually, you know, spare part with someone. But at the same time, if you hire right, I can tell you that this is going to be the game changer. And I'm going to give you an example later down the line. The second thing that you probably know is that A plus always brings A plus talent. And that's very, very important to have in mind because at the end of the day, when you hire someone that is exceptional, you can make sure that this person will bring with him or her the 10 best people he knows of. And I can give you an example. At Pigment, for instance, we hired uh, the head of global business of Facebook Workplace as our first, pretty much very first business hire. And he's bringing with us probably, you know, some of the best talents in the world to actually tackle or go to market. The third thing, which is quite obvious, is that the best people build the best companies. So it seems very obvious. But depending on what you're tackling, you need to think from the get-go about who is going to be the best people to tackle the problem you're trying to tackle. So to give you an example with us, we are trying to replace Excel. And what was very important from the get-go is to find people that are the best engineers in the world. Why? Because in order to replace Excel, you have to become a no-brainer in the market. And that means that you have and you need the strongest back-end engineers to build the strongest platform. That's a very important point that I'm putting here on the screen, and probably the most important. At first, talent is the one and only asset of your company. So when you are, for instance, at a seed stage, and you are B2B, B2C, whatever it is, I can tell you that VCs will look at your team first. And this is the only thing they will be able to see. It's the quality of your team. And they will be like, do I actually believe that this team can be so ambitious to tackle a gigantic problem? And if you don't make it right from the get-go, if you think, you know, I'm going to first hire cheap or two junior people or people that I don't know but that are friends, etc., that's never going to work for you. So think about that from the get-go. And I can tell you that the first 10 employees of Pigment were chosen so carefully to always think about that and to be able to say, look, in our first employees, we actually have someone that was, for instance, the VP engineering at Criteo, which is a company that my co-founder created before creating Pigment. He was the CTO of Criteo, put it to the NASDAQ. And we hired, as one of our first engineers, his VP engineering. And that, you know, can prove you that obviously, you know, you're bringing and trying to bring the best. And I can give you more examples about that. So as I said, Talent is your one and only asset at the beginning. And this is really what will make investors trust you. But not only investors, obviously, customers as well. For us, 
Obviously, we had to sign our first customers. We started the product. We actually launched our product this year. The company was founded in 2019, and we launched publicly in Q2 this year. And what happened is that we wanted, actually, to bring the best logos on board to actually you know, tell the world that our product is already a no-brainer and that companies in the lack of, for instance, Deliveroo, Gong in the US that has the best sales team, are actually using Pigment broadly to actually think about their strategy. Because we are a planning tool, we are replacing Excel, and these teams are actually using us. And in order to send these logos, when you have a very nascent product, I can tell you that the nature of your team is what will make them sign. And so it's super, super important to do it right from the beginning. But as you know, the problem today is that hiring is very, very hard. And why is that? First of all, the market has never been hotter. As you know, companies are raising massive rounds these days. It's crazy, right? Like people are raising rounds of 100 million, 200 million, etc. And that creates a war for talent. And the problem is that for you, when you create a company, your first employees will only join you on your vision. You have nothing. You don't have a brand. You don't have an investor backing you. You have nothing with you. And so you need to convince them that actually they should trust you and they should come to your team for who you are and for what you want to build and the challenges you are trying to bring to the table. The third aspect which is important is that your industry sometimes is very complex to, to actually understand. So for us, to give you an example, you know, when we tell people we are replacing Excel and we are a business planning tool and we want to create this very powerful platform, very simple to use, where people can actually create agile planning, you know, think about strategy, etc. At first, I can tell you it was very hard to convince people that, you know, a market was here and that, you know, the idea was not too big actually to be tackled. And so here, obviously, it's very, very hard and you need to find the right words to actually convince people. And so because of that, I want to actually give you a playbook, and I think it's why I'm here today, about like basically the best tips and secrets to actually create a great team from the get-go. So how to go about it? The first thing which is very important is that you should always be hiring. Always. What does that mean? That means that everywhere you go, you should think about talent. Every person you meet, you should think, does this person could actually be someone I hire? Why? And does she know some people that I could actually hire for my company? And this is really what I do. I can tell you every time I go somewhere, I always try to understand if this person can be someone I should hire or consider of hiring. The other thing is to try to get as many referrals as you can. That means that every single employee you meet, you should always ask them about who do they know, are they like who are the most brilliant people that they could bring, you know, uh, with them in the adventure? Are they people that you know they would dream of working with that they should actually, you know, consider? And one thing I'm actually asking to every single employee at Pigment is that every time they join now they give me the list of the 10 people they dream to work with, no matter who they are. They might be like people that you think are unreachable, but I can tell you that no one is unreachable. You know, when I convinced actually uh, my co-founder who was the CTO of Criteo to start a company with me, some people could have thought it's unreachable. It's never unreachable, I can tell you that. It was the same with my head of business. It was the same with my head of customer success who was head of customer success at Facebook Workplace. If you dream about someone, you have to put all of the energy you can to actually bring this person with you. 
The second thing is around talent. Talent never falls from tree. And here, I also want to emphasize that you should never think that you should rely on, let's say, for instance, an HR recruiter to actually find the best talents. It's the job of the co-founders and the founding team to find these talents. Sourcing is key. You have to spend time hiring all the time, all the time, all the time. So that means that for me, to give you an example, I would think as a CEO that I probably spend I would say 30% of my time today hiring, but at the very beginning, it was more about 70%. And it's really what I try to do every day because you are going to be the one bringing the best talent and no one else can do it for you. The third point here that I put around, around to finish this topic around always be hiring is around calibration. That's something that we tend to forget because, you know, when you start a company, sometimes you don't know how to find the best talents and where and how. What I like to do, actually, whenever I try to find someone, so let's say, you know, right now I'm looking, for instance, for VP marketing. I'm trying to meet the best VP marketing in the world. And so I'm trying to get intros from my investors, etc., and people that I know about who are the best VP marketing, like the best people, like the best thought leaders, etc. And I try to understand from them what it means to be the best VP marketing. And I can tell you that that helps a lot, understand what you need and how to hire well. And I really advise you to that for every single role you do, not only exec, but everyone. And this VP marketing can also tell you about how to actually hire the best marketing team. And what's interesting is that when you do that, you realize that sometimes when you reach to actually the best VP marketing in the world, guess what? One of them might actually want to join your company. And if it's not now, it might be in two years. And so it's very important also to think in advance, and I will come back to that, but again, like, this calibration is key, and it can actually bring great surprises to your team. The second point, obviously, is around pick only the very best. So here what I mean by that is that, obviously, as I said at the very beginning, you need the strongest team from day one. You cannot make a mistake. You have to hire the 10 first people of your company should be the smartest people that you know and that you can bring on board. In order to do that, first of all, the first advice I would give is to define the key skills you want in your team. And when I mean, what I mean by that is two things. The first thing is around the culture. With a, if you are alone as a founder or with a co-founder, from, from day one, you really need to think about what is the culture that I want at your company. And what I mean by that is that, you know, for instance, for us, with my co-founder, we are true team players. We, are, we love creativity. We think, you know, we love to work with humble people that are smart, that try to bring new ideas every day, very good at communicating, etc. And from day one, it's important to define the skills and to make sure you put this into your interview process. So that means, and it's something actually yesterday night I was discussing with the CEO of Supercell that was on stage just before me, and it's something he does at every single interview, meaning that, you know, he has a grid that he sends before the interview where he puts basically, you know, the values of his own company, and next to it, he put actions that relate to the values, so basically the virtues that you probably heard of from Ben Horowitz. And here, I advise to do that because it's very important that in an interview, you can have a sense for the social skills that you want to bring on the table. The second is around hiring people that are better than you, but not only better than you, they should be experts in what they do. 
You want people that from day one will bring your company from zero to a thousand. You are not looking for someone, you don't have time to teach anyone what to do. And so the first advice I give here is really to say, you need to find people that have a very big experience in the space you are tackling, and you need to try to stick to hiring these people for every important role that you have. I can give you another example here. We've just hired our head of security. He was actually the CTO of one French unicorn, so I can't give his name, unfortunately, today, but of a French unicorn that actually got one of the biggest data breach in history, and he was actually brought there to fix it. And he was the head of security there, became a CTO. And, you know, when I see that, I'm like, it's typically what we need. For a product like Excel, we need to be the best at security. And we need people that are going to bring us not only to the next level, but people that are going to be evangelists in a space. And people that are actually going to praise for your company and tell to everyone that Pigment is probably by far one of the most secure companies in the world. And it's really, every time you do something, you should think, is these people... Like, are, are the people that I'm hiring going to one day speak at Slush and be actually a specialist in what they do? And I think that gives a good frame, actually, to help you think about are they actually, you know, the best in their own field? The third point is that it's great to hire experts. But the problem sometimes that it's hard to actually get experts that are also doers. And that's something that is very, very, very difficult to find. And that's what makes the equation difficult. Because every time you hire someone that has a lot of experience, that is better than you in what he does, obviously that also comes with the fact that he has probably already spent a good 10 years being hands-on and maybe now he's looking for management skill. So here, Obviously, if someone is in that situation, it will never be a good hire. Trust me. Even if you think, oh, but you know what, two years down the line, this person might manage, you know, 100 people at my company, still, at the first, on the first day, you want this person to get his hands dirty, you know, look at tooling, sign the first customers, whatever it is, like if it's an engineer that was actually managing, uh, you know, 200 people at some point, he should come back to becoming, uh, you know, the best individual contributor out there. And if this person doesn't have the skill, it means it's not the right one. Last thing, obviously, which wrap up the topic around picking the very best, is that obviously in the first, you know, employees that you bring to your table, you should think about who are the best for the product I'm creating. So obviously, you know, you need to have an angle there. So for us, as I mentioned at the beginning, the angle is that we needed the best backend engineers, the best designers, and the best engineers to create the platform. And that was the first core team of employees. And then obviously, you need to think about that for every single sector you are in. So meaning that, you know, if you're an e-commerce company, perhaps the most important things for you are going to be around supply chain and marketing. And so from day one, think about who are the best talent I can bring there before thinking about the rest. Now on to the third topic. Obviously, after you've picked the very best, you need to attract them to your company. And that gets hard because of what I said, right? It's very hard to attract the best talents because obviously talent is rare. They are probably, you know, they get a thousand other offers on the side. As I said today, it's a total war. Like every time I contact someone, he tells me he's in the process with, you know, 10 other companies out there. So it's very, very, very hard. So there are many things you can do here, but the first advice I would give is that we are not in 2000 right now. People are not working anymore from a garage. And that's a reality, especially if you want to build a team of quality. It means that the people, for instance, for us at Pigment, the average age is 35 years old. And that means that many 
you know, team members at Pigment actually have a family, they have kids, you know, they actually, you know, they, they cannot afford to not be paid for two years and, and just get equity, right? So you actually need to make sure that you raise in advance, uh, thanks to ABC, you know, the, the people that you bring first, etc. but you actually need to make sure that you can afford the expectation of these people. And you really cannot be cheap here because you will never be able to attract the best talent otherwise. It's very important. And I think it not, it's not only ABC, about the salary and the equity, but it's also about how you can create a professional team from day one. How can you put them, empower them to be in the best conditions to actually work? And that goes with a lot of things. It goes, obviously, with a great office, with, you know, allowing them to actually get the tooling they need, allowing them to bring the people that they need in the team, etc., etc. So that's very, very important. And then, obviously, what's important in the, in the, in the interview process is to really remember that you are speaking to a human and that, as I said at first, it's not going to be rational. This person is going to join you at a stage where your company is nowhere. You don't have customers. You don't have a brand. You don't have the best investors. You are not post-series D. You don't have a name in the market, etc. Maybe you don't even have a website. And so people are just coming for you. And so here, think about that. You need to create empathy with everyone you're going to hire. That means that everyone you meet, you need to be memorable. And what does that mean? That means that you need to surprise this person. You need to say something that is going to speak, you know, deeply, deeply, deeply to his heart and to think like, okay, you know what? I'm going to trust these co-founders. They seem so different. They have so much energy. They seem to have so much ambition. They seem to, you know, they want to change the world. They want to have an impact on, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of customers. And I'm going to trust this person for that. And here, like, you can find many, many ways to be surprising. But don't, you know, follow the rules of, like, the normal interview process. Like, try to find things that define you as a person. And here, remember that it's really what will make the difference. And I can tell you that it takes time. For us, you know, there are some employees that we hired. It took me more than six months to convince them to join Pigment. And it was a lot. You know, you have to go. And it's also what investors do, right? Like, I did the same when I was at Index Venture. You try to meet people early. And then you try to nurture the relationship. You, you know, and maybe they will say no. Like, my head of business actually told me that he wouldn't want to join. And then I convinced him to join after another three months of work, right? So it's really important to actually, you know, be really, really tough and thorough and be a hustler there of thinking, what can I do? Can I bring this person to dinner? Can I under understand his personal life? What matters to him, to her? What's important? You know, is it about career? Is it about ambition? Is it about work-life balance, etc., etc.? You should speak to the person. The fourth point is around prioritizing agility. So here again, as I said, we are at war. Uh, we are in a talent war, and so we need to hire fast, and we need to hire right, and we need to convince people to join. So I think to, that is, is important here, and that obviously is very true most of the time, is that you need to go fast in the process. Meaning that, you know, every time you want to find someone and that, you know, this person is getting serious about joining the adventure and telling you that actually it's something that he or she cares about, you should really, really put an effort to show them that you are proactive and that you really want this person to join. And so that means that you should make this person meet every single person that can convince her to join, meaning it can be obviously team members, co-founders, investors, people that you know, thought leaders in the space, angels, 
customers, anyone that can convince this person to join in no time. And you should really join forces here. Second point is about anticipating your future needs. That's uh, quite nice to do. I would say that every time you know you are you think about uh, your needs of hiring, you should need you should actually think at least nine months in advance. Meaning you should say you know what do I actually need to be successful in nine months from now? Is it that I need to actually en enforce? You know, my business team, my marketing team, my engineering team, my design team. And it's important to start the process early because, you know, especially in Europe, it takes more than six months to hire someone and then another three months to actually onboard this person. So it's important to anticipate and to start meeting people early because the best exec, as I said, will probably take time to actually think about whether they want or not to join the adventure. Third point. And that's an advice that I got from one of the best investors in the world, uh, Eric from Benchmark, that you might know of. He told me, Eleanor, there is something you need to do at Pigment. You are tackling a very complex problem. You need to stay agile. And that means don't hire too fast. Do not hire too fast. Do not go too fast from 20 to 200 people. That will harm your company. And the reason why is that when you are a small team, when you are about 20 people, it's very, very easy to change gears and to change direction. It's a bit like a small sailing boat. But imagine we are on a cruise ship with 200 people. It's actually much harder to actually steer gears and, and move around fast when you need to pivot. And the problem is that, as you can imagine, in the first two years of the company, you will need to pivot many, 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 many times. Maybe you know your customers won't like the first version of your product. Maybe you will realize you didn't tackle it through the right angle. And in order to do that, please do not hire too fast. It's so important to do that right. The five point to wrap up this playbook is around onboarding. And I think uh, you already got an idea with the talk that was just before me, but we are in a difficult world because Obviously, there is this war for talent. And of course, as well, you know, we are more and more remote. And here, you know, when I say that, it's that, you know, for us, for instance, we started the company, I think it was five months before COVID hits. And so from one day to the next, everyone got remote. And we were a very small team. And we couldn't, you know, have the culture of being together at the office, celebrating successes, etc. And so here, you need to think from day one about how can you embed in your structure a way to onboard people in the best possible way. There is a great company in France called Doctolib. It's, a, it's a, one of the best companies out there. It's a unicorn. They do that really well. They have created from day one an academy, and this is what we do as well at Pigment, to make sure that people get onboarded from day one the right way. Meaning that you know they spend a good two to three months meeting everyone in the company, getting the best trainings, etc., etc. And that has to come from the core team. You need to make sure you know, the first hires have a buddy that they can understand your product end-to-end, -end, that they can shadow customers. For us, for instance, every single hire, engineers, whatever it is, marketing support, they spend time, they get certified. We actually have a certified certification internal 
to actually understand our product. So they spend basically a month to get trained on pigment. They spend another two weeks actually getting trained on the culture, on the sales process, on the engineering process, on design, etc., etc. And we also try, obviously, to make them shadow customer calls, interviews, etc., etc. So you need to spend time on that because otherwise, I can tell you that even if you find the best talents, if they don't get the onboarding right, it's going to lead you to failure. So I think with this playbook, you should have enough to actually know about, um, about early teams. But I'm always available and always happy to help. So never hesitate to contact me on LinkedIn through my email. It's easy. It's Eleanor at gopigman.com. I'm always happy to share more tips. But I can tell you that hiring at the beginning is really of the essence because it's really what investors and early customers are going to look for. I'm going to share a couple of resources to read. So these are books that you probably know of, but I think, honestly, that these are probably the best books to start a company. So obviously, there is who uh, that is the book to read when it comes to hiring, because it gives you everything about the interview process, hiring the best, you know, what people are actually looking for, how to speak human to human, create empathy, etc. Another one that has nothing to do with hiring is start with why. And I do think at the very beginning, it's important to start with why and to tell people why you have this vision, why you are actually creating that company. And so here, um, it's, it's a great book because it's a marketing book, but you know, it actually helps convey people to understand why you have actually picked a, a, a special mission. High growth handbook. So this is more, I would say, for a little bit later stage, but one of the best books out there from Ilad Gill, one of the strongest angels in the valley, that can also give you tips around hiring exec and the sales acceleration formula for the teams out there that needs to build a sales team, because it's a fantastic book actually to get tips around how to actually build a team that scale. And that's also very important because when you build your sales team from day one, you need to understand how to actually put in place the first layers of your sales machine. So for us, for instance, um, at Pigment, you know, I needed people to actually start from day one thinking about what it means to actually be one day at 200 million, 300 uh, million dollars in AR. And so in order to do that, it means that from day one, obviously you need to be hands-on and sign the first deals and, and close the first important logos and customers. But at the same time, you always need to think ahead about, you know, what you need to go to the next stage. So that's all for me, I hope you enjoy the speech, but really, I cannot emphasize enough how talent is important. Thank you so much. Thank you.